Attention, quiet on the set. It's Tirade TV. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the channel, back to the show. First of all, I hope you all had a great weekend. Uh, if you haven't already, please like, share, subscribe. Also, you who love to listen to podcasts while you're working out, while you're at work, while you're driving to and from work, at school, whatever, uh, please go in to Spotify, download the Tirade TV podcast uh, catch up on all the latest episodes a uh, lot of stuff coming a lot of stuff on the way so uh, please do that and once again i hope you all had a great weekend uh, if you're seeing here seeing monday you're blessed so uh no complaints now with that out the way let's get into a couple of news headlines i saw um, and i just wanted to touch on it a little bit you know with all the recent mass shootings, you know, in Texas, you know, Buffalo, New York, and so many other places, they continue to get the headlines, you know, and it's partially due to the, uh, to, to people wanting to basically have more strict gun control and it kind of feeds into the narrative, you know, showing all the, the mass shootings and you know certain types of rifles and things of that nature now not saying that those mass shootings and those stories shouldn't be in the headlines but when you look at what's going on in chicago what continues to go on in chicago you, they may speak about it a little bit but you really have to find those stories more so in the local news or the, the, the local media in Chicago to find out what's really going on in Chicago and how bad and how awful it is over there. You know, you just want to, you just have to pray for that city, not only that city, but other cities too, every city really. But um, what's going on over there, it's not being reported enough. You know, it's a lot of, well, mostly black on black crime over there. But for some reason, they don't really, reported as much as they should and this weekend was really no different i mean let's put it this way if you look at the the all the mass shootings that have occurred over let's say the past two months and you, you total the number of of people who lost their lives in those shootings and then you look at chicago just the city of chicago alone in the past two months and you told the number of people in Chicago who's lost their lives due to gun violence over the past couple of months, I would probably, and I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but just from the articles I've read, there has been more people who've lost their lives to gun violence in Chicago over the past two months than there have been in mass shootings over the past two months i would say do your own research and you'll be you'll see what i'm talking about you would definitely see but chicago is not always the main headliner when it comes to mainstream media for some reason i mean life is life and death is death so the people and the unfortunate you know situations and people who lost their lives in these mass shootings super important 
you know, we continue to pray for their families. We should. But they're no more important than all the lives that were lost in Chicago. But for some reason, mainstream media seems to focus on the mass shootings, like I said, because of more of a, it helps their narrative of more strict gun control laws than the shootings in Chicago does. You see what I mean? Um, But let's take a look at this story here. I mean, this is, I, I don't, I don't understand why this is not getting more, I guess, more headlines, more publicity. I mean, it's, uh, I, I, I just, I just don't understand why, I guess you could say why this is, uh, why this is not being focused on more. Look at this, CBS Chicago. CBS 2, Chicago. Baby among five dead, 20 wounded in weekend shootings across Chicago. Goes on to say that at least five people are dead and 20 others are wounded in shootings across the city as of Sunday. The youngest victim includes a five-month-old girl. In the first shooting of the weekend, a man, 20, was shot in West Pullman neighborhood, West Pullman neighborhood Friday evening. Goes on to say that police said around 18 p.m. an unknown offender fired shots in the 11,700 block of South Princeton, striking the victim in the neck. Then it continues. Uh, the victim then self, self-transported to Roseland Hospital in critical condition. Then it goes on to say again, a five-month-old uh, girl is dead and a 41-year-old man is wounded following a shooting in South Shore Friday evening. Around 6.45 p.m., the child was inside a vehicle in the 7700 block of South of South Shore when an unknown vehicle approached the victim's vehicle. An occupant from within fired shots. The victim was struck in the head and transported to Comer Children's Hospital in critical condition and pronounced dead shortly after. Now, that is a... Uh, wow. First of all, definitely want to, you know, our thoughts and prayers to the family. Definitely want to continue to pray uh, for everything that's going on. Pray for peace, not violence. And I do think this is where the church comes up huge. Even though the church has been getting a lot of criticism lately, in some cases it is warranted. Um, but, you know, if you call yourself believing in Jesus, believing in God, you should definitely pray, but also put action behind that prayer. So uh, I think that's the issue with a lot of people are having with the church right now is they're praying, but they're not putting any action behind it. You know, they're just trying to kind of waiting. Uh, I had one guy tell me one time is like, and, and, and he, he's a, he's a non-Christian. He doesn't believe, you know, I'm not for sure what his religion, so-called religion is or what he believes, but I definitely know he, he's not a Christian. Um, and he was like, what's up with all these people, you know, church people just sitting around, just waiting on Jesus to come and they're not putting action behind anything. And he was talking about pertaining to a lot of things that's going on in the country, you know, when it the big thing that's been going on over the past two years and, you know, the so-called, you know, the gun violence and things of that and food shortages and things like that. He was like, basically, you having people go and pray, but then go and sit down and watch TV or go and do whatever, not really putting, you know, faith behind it. You know, they won't change, you know, legislatively 
well, that change might not always come legislatively. So as the church, you need to put put action behind it. You pray, and then you go put action behind it. There are times in the Bible where God actually, you know, told someone that, look, I have this for you, I have that for you, you know, this is your land. But then they actually had to go out and physically fight for it. So I'm not advocating violence. What I'm saying is you have to put action behind your faith. So that's what I'm saying, and that's what this guy was saying, and that's what I believe the church needs to do more in situations like this. You know, starting off with prayer, you know, uh, going out into the communities. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying every church, you know, is 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 not putting action behind their faith. There are some small, especially in the smaller churches, there are some smaller churches out there who are doing wonderful. You know, they with limited resources, they're going out, you know, in the community, you know, greeting people, talking to people, you know, trying to come to some kind of resolution. You know, it, it's happening in smaller, with smaller churches more so. Uh, then you have groups like BLM who supposedly black lives matter let me tell you this with all the murders the black on black crimes and homicides that are going on in chicago there should not be a day listen to me there should not be a day that black lives matter the organization shouldn't be out there doing what they can to protect or not even protect but just to just to get the message out in chicago that as they say black lives matter but why aren't they doing that? If Black Lives Matter so much to Black people, see, but but when a life is taken at the hands of a white person, then all of a sudden it's a crime. But if a Black life is taken at the hands of another Black person, uh, pray for the family, and that's it. It's not. It's not even really considered a crime in the eyes of Black people. That's wrong. Because a life is a life, whether it's black, white, Hispanic, you know, whether it's it doesn't even matter. A life is a life. But we're treating lives differently based on race or ethnicity. A life is a life. But that's the narrative they want to put out there. Goes on to say, look at this, it, it, it continues. Um, uh, the man was traveling in a separate vehicle and self-transported to the University of Chicago Hospital with a gunshot wound to the eye area and was initially reported in good condition. A man 28 shot while walking in Washington Park Friday night. Police said the victim was walking on the sidewalk in the 300 block of East 59th Street around 8.18 p.m. when shots were being fired by unknown offenders. Uh, if there was ever, I don't, let me, let me just interrupt, let me just stop real fast there. You know, in Miami, they were talking about, you know, donating your, your, your firearms or your guns to the Miami, Miami PD so that they could send them to Ukraine. I don't advocate for that. I believe that you have the right to defend yourself. But with that being said, wouldn't it make more sense to have something like that set up in Chicago? Maybe they do. I don't know. I just haven't seen it, you know, in the headlines. But here's the problem. People who are going out in Chicago committing these crimes and taking others' lives, more than likely, these guns they're using, first of all, they're not legally, they're, they're not legal. You know, they'll come maybe via theft or whatever, but they're not legal. Which goes on to show 
let's just say if they want to punish the law-abiding citizens by limiting or taking their firearms, well, the people, the bad people who are going out killing people in Chicago, they have smiles on their faces because it would actually make it easier for them to, you know, go out and harm or take a life when they know law-abiding citizens do not have firearms. See, we're focused on the, our so-called leadership is so focused on the, the law-abiding citizens and, and, and gun control, you know, it doesn't seem like they're doing enough about this. I'm just saying, but as you can see on the list here, it just goes on. It's, it's, uh, and I'm sure this is happening in other cities too, just not at the rate it's happening in Chicago. And as far as, you know, so-called, so-called activists and activist groups, where, where are you all, where, where are you all on this? Where, where are y'all at on this? You know, so many so-called activists, that shouldn't be, like I said, that shouldn't be a day that they're not in Chicago, you know, doing something about this, or at least putting the effort in to doing something about it. This is crazy. Look, officers find a man with multiple gunshot wounds to the body in Roseland. The Victor 45 was discovered in the 10,700 block of South Champlain around 10.59 p.m. The victim was transported by Chicago Fire Department to Advocate Christ Medical Center in critical condition and was later pronounced dead. And look at the, let's look at the uh, the next story. Look at this. According to Huffington Post, Fox News analyst's younger brother killed in Chicago shooting. And the story looks like it's by Josephine Harvey. I mean, a Fox News analyst. That's not that, you know, his life is more important than any other lives. But I'm just saying is if you have a, a, a Fox News analyst, you know, Fox News political analyst, Gianno Caldwell's younger brother was killed in the shooting over the weekend in Chicago. He said in a heartbreaking social media post, quote, devastating news. Yesterday was legitimately the worst day of my existence. I received a call informing me that my teenage brother, Teenage baby brother Christian was murdered on the south side of Chicago yesterday morning, unquote, Caldwell wrote. Quote, after all the things my family has been through, never could I have imagined my baby brother's life was stolen, would be stolen from him. Please keep my family in your prayers, unquote. Yeah, definitely praying for your family there, Mr. Caldwell. I mean, you stay strong, put yourselves around people who who can lift you up in prayer, who can truly lift you up in prayer. I'm not talking about people who are just trying to get attention from the media or whatever. No, it's the people who can really, truly lift you and your family up in prayer. Caldwell, a Chicago native who joined Fox News in 2017, told Fox News Digital his brother loved sports and spending time with friends and family. He had just turned 18 this year and was the youngest of nine siblings. So another life lost tragically due to um you know due to crime and it doesn't say you know anything about the suspect that i'm aware of and there's a uh, there's a photo there it's a uh, giano caldwell's look like his twitter or instagram actually him and his younger brother i mean 
that's that's crazy. That's crazy. It says at the top, what I'm looking for right now is the details from the police to discover who it was that murdered my brother. He said, my baby brother never had a chance. Unquote. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 sad. It's sad. I mean, two young men right there in the photo look like they both have, you know, have a long life to live and something like this happens. But we're concerned about punishing the law abiding citizens rather than punishing the criminals who don't care. They don't care about gun laws. They don't care about uh, anything legislatively. They don't care about that. They just care about inflicting harm on people. That's all. But our leadership doesn't really seem to care about that. It's it's a shame. It really is. But I mean, it's a uh, it's that's where we're at right now in this country, in this world, definitely. But I can only speak for this country because I live in this country. But I'm sure that there are other things, you know, just as worse, you know, just as bad happening in other countries, in other cities. So, yeah, that's uh, I don't understand why this is not being reported on more. I would actually say crime in L.A. is being reported on more. You know, not that it's less important. It's just that in L.A. you have, you know, that's the city where everyone wants to be. Everyone wants to go, you know, Hollywood. You know, it's too little too close to Hollywood. So they have to report that one, right? Too many so-called stars, you know, and so-called um, famous people out there. So they have to report those, right? But that's just one of the stories I want to talk about. This other one is kind of, it's a... Uh, it's funny, but it's not funny. And if this was anyone else, trust me, some charges would be filed. You know, someone would be in jail or something. And this is a. Let's take a look at it. This right here is I wonder how far people are going to go with this. Probably not too far. It says here that. Texas GOP representative Myra Flores says Speaker Nancy Pelosi pushed her daughter during photo op. That is crazy. This story is also by Lawrence Richard Fox News. On on June 21st, Flores became the first Mexican-born congresswoman. Congratulations on that. This is a man. A newly elected congresswoman took to Twitter and accused House Speaker Nancy Pelosi of pushing her young daughter during a photo op last week. Quote, I'm so proud of my strong, beautiful daughter for not allowing this to phase her. Unquote. Representative Maya Flores, Republican Texas, said in a tweet with the video of the incident that took place during her swearing in ceremony on June 21st. Quote, she continued to smile and pose for the picture like a queen. Unquote. Flores said of her daughter. Man. And that right there is, um, I guess, the photo. Everything looks happy and fine there. And the daughter you're going to see in the video here, I'm actually going to YouTube and pull up the video, will be this daughter right here standing by Nancy Pelosi, the bigger of the two daughters, of the two girls. It should have been a happy moment. 
kind of scarred a little bit by that. Quote, no child should be pushed to the side for a photo op, period. Flores added in the tweet. So you can see this is Myra, uh, Myra Flores for Congress, her Twitter. And look at here, this actually uh, looked like she retweeted James Woods video, which we're going to get into in a second. I love this princess stood her ground while Nancy shoved her, showed her true colors. Yeah, I'm not really surprised by this one, though. Not at all. Not not at all. It says the incident took place as Pelosi welcomed the newly elected Flores 30 to the House of Representatives. Quote, it's an it's a great honor to welcome Congressman Flores to the Capitol and to the Congress of the United States with great congratulations. Unquote. Pelosi said Sunday, quote, and again, grateful for her leadership and her beautiful family who is here today. Unquote. I wonder how. Now, you know, if 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 politics is true, let's put it this way. And. If politics is true and there's really division, which I'm starting to really doubt that there's a division between the two parties, but I'll get into that a little more later, maybe another episode, but I'm pretty sure she would have to feel some way her being one of the lead Democrats and a young lady like Myra Flores, a Hispanic uh, born lady, I say a Mexican lady, basically flip-flop her her particular area from being Democrat to Republican. If politics is true, yeah, Pelosi would feel some kind of way about that because that's one more seat that they don't have. So she can get up there and smile and do whatever she want like all politicians do, fake the funk. But, like I said, if it's true, she probably did feel some kind of way. But even if she did, no right to even put your hands or elbow or shoulder on a little girl. But now I can tell you this. This is just my opinion. If this was a a black lady up there, standing next to Pelosi with some black kids and Pelosi did that to a black girl. I don't think it would even bother. And the reason why, because I think in the black community is like, we're so brainwashed. All I would have focused on was the first black woman, this the first black woman, that which I have no problem with a black woman being the first, but we got to look, we got, it goes deeper than that. We can't always just focus on the first this or the first that. Therefore, I don't think it really would have bothered anyone. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure the majority of the black community probably would have had Pelosi's back. Oh, it's just an accident. Oh, she didn't really do it. Why is it a story? Come on. You know, that's just my opinion. I don't think it would have been a story. But, and, 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 there's a pretty good chance that if it was a black lady, she would have been a Democrat. She would have been on Pelosi's, you know, team, I guess you can say. There's a better chance of that happening. But it's uh 
I don't know. What do you all think? Let me let me show you the video here. I pulled it up on YouTube. It's a. Uh, let's take a look at this real fast. Let's see exactly what is uh, going on. Ira Flores, huge win, Texas 34th, uh, turning a, a blue district red for the first time in 150 years. Take a look at this video. This is, we just saw this over the weekend, but the swearing-in ceremony happened last week. Nancy Pelosi kind of elbowing <laughs> Myra Flores's daughter, uh, her oldest daughter, out of the way, and then her daughter gets right back into the picture. Good for her. Myra Flores tweeting out uh, over the weekend, you know, I'm so proud of my daughter for uh, not being intimidated, strong, beautiful daughter for not allowing this to phase her. She continued to smile and pose for the picture like a queen. Um, <laughs> Amanda, Maybe Pelosi just don't like kids. How about that? I, you know, I, I think this is uh, emblematic of who Nancy Pelosi is. Yeah. And she showed her stripes by pushing a girl out of the picture for a photo op. Um, and that's really disgusting behavior. And I'm so proud of this young girl. She deserves to serve us in Congress. Tell you what, she got herself right back in the photo. Though. She pushed right, put herself right back in there. The I agree. Uh, I think we're looking at a dynasty. Away. Yeah, I agree. Maybe Myra Flores and her daughter one day too. Yeah, that was a video from, uh, from Newsmax. The video from Newsmax there. But... But yeah, the young lady put herself right back in the photo. She got shoved to the side and she's like, nah, I'm coming right back in. So first of all, kudos for her for not letting it distract her. And But but Nancy Pelosi, I'm going to tell you this. You may love Nancy, Nancy Pelosi. You may hate her. I don't, that's not the point right now. Nancy Pelosi is a mean woman. You can, I mean, if you've been around a lot of mean people, you know when someone's mean. You know that. Like I've been around a lot of people who's gotten up in age. And it's like the older they get, the meaner they become. It could be from years of, you know, stress or struggle. Or I'm pretty sure she hasn't had much struggle over the past 50 years. She's been pretty much, you know, living a luxurious life. So I don't know where the struggle will come in for her. But she's probably just mad that uh, an, a Republican one seat if politics is true but what do you all think about that do you think it was a shove do you think it was an accident i mean she actually nancy pelosi actually kind of looked down at her to the side a little bit so to me it kind of looked like it was intentional but like i said what do you all think was it a shove is it was it warranted to be a was it warranted a headline let's put it that way or is it something they should just shove to the back like they do most things that politicians do that aren't really great? They just kind of sweep it under the rug. So let me know. Uh, once again, please like, share, subscribe. Please download the Tyree TV podcast on Spotify. And before I let you go, as I always tell you, don't let any mainstream media personality or so-called politician dictate what you do or how you think. Do your own research and think for yourself. See you. I hope you enjoyed. See you next time.